embrace the chaos. Keep the ladies on their toes. Never know where I'm going to be. You want to get a date with me? You got to try really hard. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, but there's a whole... Do you know, um, so for me, you want to get a date with me, you have to put it in your fucking calendar. Like, no, you have to put it in your mouth. Yeah, later on, oh. yeah. But, but the thing is, this You're is... not Harry Christian. This is... This <laughs> I is, tried uh, really hard. <laughs> Lights, camera, action. Feel good? We got this. This is the X, Y, and Z podcast. I'm here with my man, Harry Fox. What up, ladies and gentlemen? My man, Dinaira. Good evening. Good day, good day. My name is Christian Breaker. (laughs) Good day, good day. <laughs> you always do that. It's like your your quarter sign off. Yeah, yeah. kind of. Hello, is. goodbye. G'day, g'day. G'day, I, I g'day. like I like the word g'day. I know it's very Australian to say that. Yeah, I really like it. You know, we g'day. have we have a, a an Australian fan base of one person. So, <laughs> I, I think it's nice that you do that. Yeah. Hey, Randall. Thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs> the check, my the check's <laughs> coming. Okay. <laughs> to listen to us. Uh. How are you guys? Who is Randall, actually? Just a quick fill-in. Randall. Uh, Randall is a good mate of mine. Um, yeah, make him up. He, um, he's, a, he's a comedy nerd. And oh, okay. um, he's, he's an amazing human being that I have met uh, in 2017. What is a comedy nerd exactly? Someone who listens to a lot of comedy but has no ability to laugh? Like... <laughs> so basically like a comic yeah yeah basically yeah, yeah. oh yeah shit. yeah 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 so <laughs> you just analyze wow. <laughs> yeah wow, you, you fucking hit that on the head dude yeah it's, like it, me. it's when it, when a comedian hears a really good joke and then just turns around and goes like that that's was a funny. good joke <laughs> yeah it's yeah, funny yeah, yeah. no, yeah, yeah. no response funny. yeah i'm not yeah. that kind of guy i'm i'm a i'm a ready laugher yeah I haven't laughed for real, real, real. Like, do you, are you like, you just kind of have like a, a, a ready laugh? Like, chuckle. you just laugh. I laugh. I, I easily laugh. It's something what is, I was saying. Yeah. But like, yeah. when last did you like heartily die of laughing? Two weeks ago. What happened? I was watching, uh, I think I was watching a set of uh, a comic that I have never seen before. Mm. And it just kind of, um, it really hit a nerve. <laughs> yeah. <Okay>. It rarely <laughs> happens. Yeah, it does. Okay, that's I have like a, you know, you guys know when I was uh, uh, that that laugh. That's like my standard. That's funny. Yeah, but what's but it, what's your h- actual hilarious laugh? You'll never hear it. Eh? Like, <laughs> <laughs> you never reach that level. Like. Uh, Jesus, no, it's the sad thing. I really hear it as well. Does that require also like some anal vibrator to hit that level, or what? What is? Um, I don't think I've ever laughed when anything's near my anus. Oh, right? okay, yeah. fair enough. Not a funny moment. I was laughing really hard the other day when um, Jolly, uh, my girlfriend, used my iPad and then turned around to me and says, "Like, I'm so, I'm so glad I didn't find any porn." <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, you don't think I'm a, I'm a pro? <laughs> what the you don't fuck? think you're gonna find that shit?" I've been doing this for decades. <laughs> for decades. Yeah, yeah. I'm 34. I grew up with this shit. So do, do you mean like you get caught oh, once? Wait, wait. Well, we gotta analyze it. This is a but this is a, a shit they do moment. So she said, "I'm so glad I didn't find any porn." Yeah. Now, what is what do you think is the backstory? The implication. That? I have actually no idea. I didn't follow up with a question. I was just I was just looking at her. Was like, 
do you, you know how to delete the browser history, right? Like, <laughs> that's literally the question that I asked. It's like, yeah, but but I mean, I mean, but why would she be glad? I mean, some women would be like, oh, you don't look at porn. Like, what is, are you not normal? A- ask her this, dude. Ask her, like, if she found porn, what porn would she be okay with? Yeah, of that. Ah, yeah. interesting. Yeah. Did you, yeah. I did, I that, did watch porn once with a partner. Okay. How did that go for you? Uh, it was really good. Really? Yeah, yeah. It was fun. Time times I've done that. It's just been really Yeah, because you're into rank shit. Yeah. <laughs> so Nobody likes well, Yeah, okay. It's been more like having sex with a nostril. It's, it's more, more like, like <laughs> pretending to enjoy some really soft porn. So the stuff that you would be looking up um no. used to be on rotten dot com. <laughs> <laughs> no, the, That's the, the most rancid website on no, the, the thing, internet, guys. Actually the, the thing don't is look it, at it. it was more like no, it was more like yeah, don't do that. It was more like just the it just it was just like weird and awkward like the like you know when you have like a, a meaningful loving intimate sexual relationship with someone and then you add porn to it it just adds a level of weird that's what I found interesting and um, it, it was just like okay I yeah. claim this um, it's very much dependent on the relationship itself probably yeah yeah. It's my experience with that. Maybe it was uh, just Dean, do you want to do you want to add anything? Uh, no, I'm just I got stuck at meaningful loving relationship. Uh, <laughs> I couldn't really kind of comprehend yeah. that. No, stuck so. is the right word for that. To be honest, <laughs> yeah, stuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think it's about it's about how much denial is in your relationship <laughs> determines whether you can watch porn or not. Like, uh, if yeah. you if you're like. Oh, I only can think of you all day long. Then probably porn is not the right. Yeah, solution. but that also means that you know exactly in what kind of positions you fuck, and it's probably only like one or two. Yeah, exactly. And both of them are boring, and you're yeah. kind of like yeah. half asleep. Yeah, yeah, I'm in a meaningful, loving relationship with Pornhub. So, <laughs> what's what's your favorite position, Dean? Um, I'm not going to tell you that, Harry. Really? Um, just think of me as a virgin. And okay, wait. Let's flip this. What? Which position do you fucking hate? Um, I don't like being choked. <laughs> that's not, that's not a position. That's, that's a position. A, it's a power th- position. Yeah, okay, you don't like being choked. All right. I don't like telling people my positions either. I'll I'll throw in mine. I, I like I. I don't. Oh, okay. I just I hate missionary position in bed. I that fucking pisses me off because it's just like. But just how do you make babies then, Harry? <laughs> Yeah, it, that, that's the only way how they stay in there. Right? I, don't, I don't know. That's how that works. I don't know how it worked, this, but somehow uh, it did. No, it's just like it's oh yeah, you're the thing. only one successfully reproducing. Yeah, actually, so. it's like where where oh, you need. That's fine. Oh no, <laughs> failed, Christian. <laughs> I didn't of fail. All, us three, the person who shouldn't be reproducing is. <laughs> <laughs> that's what they say, you know. That's uh, like uh, all the all the good people don't have kids and. It's yeah. just all the I fucking can, I consider myself breeding. one of the good people now. <laughs> you can call it that, yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> when I'm like 70 years old and miserable for not for not having a grandchild or something. On a yacht in Bali, bro. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. Fuck, you fuck know what, I was one you, of the good guys. You know what would make this, this fantastic experience complete? Some screaming little children. <laughs> but yeah. Oh, damn. Yeah, what are we? Where are we going with this kids thing? Fuck! You dive straight into. Yeah, this you area. did. Uh, you yeah, did too. Yeah. You take us down the porn route uh, every time. Okay. Um, I take us down the mom route, and then you combine yeah. it in your head. Can we have a Dean's mom free episode? No, we're, yeah, no. We're yeah. Also, a porn free episode. That'd be great. Too. Okay, yeah, yeah be great. Is that a deal. Yeah, deal. Um, I I'll, I'll swap my porn for your mom. 
Okay. We didn't um we didn't really have any mail back, but um I think Harry Harry wasn't doing a lot of comedy for a long time until this week actually. Yeah, last night I did a How'd did it a, go? Um yeah, it was nice. It didn't go as badly as I thought. A bit of new stuff padded in some old stuff on each side, like a, a sweet a sweet envelope of love. And uh <laughs> yeah, look at me. I don't know. No, it was nice. I mean I mean, uh, the thing is, right before, I'm like, I'm still thinking, like, a massive terror, need to, uh, like, empty my bowels, and, like, and I was just like, why the fuck do I do this to myself? But then afterwards, when it, it went okay, got some laughs, and I was like, oh, yeah, I know why I do this. Mm. Yeah. Um, I I lied. I lied just now, actually. I, it, I just remembered that we have a bunch of messages that I wanted to go through, but they didn't come by email. Where'd they come from? Um, they came by the uh, WhatsApp. No way. Oh. Yes. Yeah. Let's read it. Mailbag time. And um, uh, Instagram. So uh, um, one of our listeners resides in Seattle, the great state of Seattle. Washington. Seattle, wow. Um, God damn. And he was is that, listening. Is that right next to Washington, D.C.? Yes, exactly. Okay, That's yeah. how geography works. Thank you very much. Can and I just say, before we get into this, I checked this on a group of five Europeans last night, and I was saying, like, I'm a fucking idiot. I, I don't have a clue about American geography. And none of them knew that Washington, D.C. was on the West Coast either. It was like, and there was a Russian, an Australian, two more Russians. Yeah, that was the crowd. The Russians should know, because they need to know where to bomb <laughs> shit, right? Exactly, yeah. yeah. So I'm yeah. not as fucking stupid as I thought I was, but I'm stupid. But so no one watched The Wire, basically. That's what that means. But I thought, the, isn't the, is the wire in Seattle? The wire is in Baltimore. Baltimore is next to Washington, D.C. Jesus. All right, moving on. <laughs> Shout out to Seattle. Yeah, I've watched Listen all there. of the wire. I still didn't pick this up. Um, geography is not a main part of the wire. All right, go ahead. Seattle. Um, uh, good, uh, listener, Jason, good buddy of mine. Um, he was listening to episode five and um, he used to live in Switzerland for a couple of years before he moved back to um, to Seattle, and uh, he was saying like, "Oh, I just learned for the first time about the women's right to vote in Switzerland." <laughs> what? Oh, man, <laughs> dude, I'm. What year was that? Eighty nine, right? No, or no so it was technically seventy one. But uh, then the last uh, big vote in Canton of Appenzell was was it ninety one? Ninety one. That's yeah. my yeah, birth I got, year. I got yeah. a joke. This is how it. you know it's twenty nine years old that women can actually vote. Yeah, that was. No, so federally they could since the seventies, yeah, which is not something to brag, to be perfectly honest. <laughs> so up until was the last town, to up until, yeah, because they vote by lifting your hand or saber oh at the, uh, on on the town square. Hand or saber, and, and specifically, yeah. it yeah. wasn't just all of up. It was up until in a in a hoarden. Yes, yes. It reminds me of my town because they were the last town to remove the the dom pass, the passport for black people to get in. Wait, what? Yeah, the town I grew up in was like the last town after apartheid to remove the passport for oh. black people to come oh, into Oh, I forgot the about that thing. Yeah, I remember so that. You yeah, yeah, yeah. How did it, uh, so there was like a border around, a checkpoint. Yeah, yeah, a checkpoint kind of thing. Oh, my so God. So any, any you know, workers or anyone coming in. Is there still a checkpoint? Oh, because you have diamond mines. Okay. That, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. But... You said after apartheid. So how long after? I don't know how long afterwards, but like apartheid kind of. Ended you you at some grew point. up post apartheid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Enough. So long enough that you're ashamed of it, basically. No, 
I grew oh. up. My like it was weird because I was at school, and my school is mixed. And my parents were like, "Oh, Dean's at school with black people," and I was like, "Okay, like what? What do you? What's the? What are oh, you talking about?" Your parents were concerned. Well, no, no, they weren't concerned at all. On like a ra- like a racial level, my parents are not racist by any means. Oh, it was more diversity. They joy. were just like saying, "Yeah, like this is happening now." Oh, it's a good thing. It's a good thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dean's but but like, they had to point him. it out that that was. They a were thing. like, you know, they're discussing it between friends. So it was like the the black children will be able to take out years of racism on our son that's great oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i'm thinking of a traumatic incident yeah right I, I, oh my god dean had the a flashback PTSD, yeah he's got thousand uh, miles there now yeah, yeah i'm not going to talk about what yeah, happened yeah, no, no, don't, <laughs> no yeah. that's fair enough um and a lot of women in switzerland are not talking about what happened either so yeah. that's um Essentially, it probably goes hand in hand. In yeah. this. this is why I'm a feminist. So we're done with Jason. About we're done with Jason. Thanks, Jason, for listening. Uh, listen more than just five episodes, for fuck's sake. Um, <laughs> can I add a? G- I've got two bits of Swiss trivia uh, that I discovered this week. So there's one thing is Nullach Fumzin. I I had this explained to me. So you hear a lot of Swiss people. They say, yeah. Uh, well, I'll do it in English. They say, oh, I don't want a a Nullach Fumzin job. I don't want an 0815 job. Um, and, and I'm like, what the fuck is this 0815? But because the way it's thrown around, I was just like, I'm not going to ask anyone because I look stupid. But finally, I asked. And apparently, until some point in the maybe the 50s or something, everyone in Switzerland, uh, there was a whistle blown at 815. And that's when you started work. Yeah, it comes from the factories. Yeah, that's yeah. freaking like industrial revolution days. Yeah. Winter tour when they used to produce our fucking railway system. They had like heaps of um uh, construction like um industrial construction in Winter tour. And it was like one of the big epicenters of that and also Hartbrücke in Zurich. Was it and there was a like a horn blowing? Yeah, that yeah, you yeah. Could like one of those steam horns. You know when it becomes like in these movies where there's just like steam coming out of that whistle on top of the building. Wow. Yeah. But why the fuck would you want everyone starting at eight fifteen? Is that just to stop the noise? It's probably like production line bullshit. So like everyone has to be at the stations to do the same job. Yeah, thank you, Mr. Ford, for introducing fucking Right. We're still yeah, but not dealing with those times today. You know that. We're still stuck in this typical factory working time. Of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this is why it's so hard for... Um, I, I work in an industry where we should technically overcome office hours. Yeah. Um, but I'm still working with generations of people that really struggle with the fact if you're not at your desk at nine, mm. um, oh, something is wrong. I fucking hate that. Yeah, exactly. They And they drop those little bitchy remarks. It's like, oh, it took a half a day off, did you? It's like, oh, And you're like, yeah, do you know, like, I, I thought about this job while taking a shit this morning. <laughs> yeah. I was answering emails you, you, whilst I was exactly. taking a shower. You, you got cunt. my shitting time. <laughs> Have you heard that that there's a saying like it goes like this, um, boss makes a dollar, I make a dime. That's why I poop on company time. (laughs) (laughs) Yep, Uh, yep. Uh, Shout out to my Um, boss. (laughs) But it's also then incomprehensible for the same person. So if you do, especially when you work in IT or something, so you sometimes have to uh, throw in like a night shift and you work until one a.m. because like certain servers cannot restart. Blah blah blah. Very boring topic but um you do that you do that as expected of you so that the next day everything works 
But if you don't rock up the next day, that still seems weird. So they, they do not comprehend how. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like time. I, I've had no sleep. Yeah. <laughs> um, hang on I, a minute. I used to um, do that shit in the eighties. Well, yeah. I can say is background. Did they have servers in the eighties? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, and they had yeah. all kinds of like shit under people's desk that the whole company relied upon and stuff like this. Oh, damn. And and uh, yeah, no, but the, uh, yeah. Okay, so my other bit of Swiss trivia, and this is the more mind-blowing piece, we're actually putting a rumor out there, is that if you are a young, uh, sexy male... Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I can relate. <coughs> here's, here's what you got to do. Yes, you can, you dirty boy. You head over... <coughs> excuse me. You head over to Sprüngli, the cafe on <laughs> Bahnhofstrasse. You order a glass of milk. Apparently warm helps. I don't know if that really makes any difference. And then you put it on your table. You don't drink the milk. You take the spoon, turn it upside down so the top of the spoon is pointing out of the milk and just wait. And uh, apparently after a time, a a wealthy, mature lady will come and want to talk to you and uh, take you to her villa and... And yeah, and the rest. Wait, what you are describe. they guaranteed wealthy? Yeah, well, Dean is interested. Now I'm interested. <laughs> I need a sugar mama. I was not yeah. following it's you. A, it's a sugar mama. It's basically a code for like, yeah, for like. Well, think rich, about it. R- so wealthy so ladies. What, what Harry is basically saying is, Sprüngli is a contact bar. I heard it's, about this later. Yeah. 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 So. Okay, so we know Langstrasse, Red Light District, contact bars, that's a thing, right? You've heard about this before, like ages ago, right? I've heard about this. Okay, this is how I knew about this. For me, it was like an urban legend. A friend of a friend did that, you know, like one of those. And um, you got confirmation for this this week. Well, I mean, it's still not. not, I haven't tested this myself. Obviously, I'm too old. You don't have firsthand. I don't look like... I, I mean, I look like I'd remind any old woman of their their husband that ignores them, but <laughs> <laughs> but but uh, yeah, but no, I'd heard this from different. I've heard it from three different sources. So one, which was urban legend level, is uh, is Bals, who's one of our comedian friends. Shout out to Bals, I know you're listening. Um, and he told me this once. So he blew my mind with this first. Then I heard it somewhere else. I can't even remember where. And I was like, shit, I've heard this before. Is this real? The thing is, the details changed. So with Bals, it was like, you've got to order a coffee. With a, with another one, it was some other, you need to like do something with the sugar. This guy I met this week, uh, actually through Noemi, uh, I, was, I, was, like, I was with Noemi and this guy. I started talking about Sprungli, and I said, and then you, apparently you order a drink and he's like, yeah, you need, and he was like straight on it. And he says, I've got two friends that have done this. One of them is a model and it works. So he, he's either a brilliant bullshit artist, which is possible, or the, the, the passion and the belief was strong. So Let me uh, throw the flag in here for a second because uh, the other guy was a model. He's going to get yeah, old lady pussy no matter which Yeah, he can he take a to. dump in Sprüngli in the <laughs> middle of the fucking room and he would still get laid. No, but, but, but you're, miss, you're missing the point because if you're a wealthy older lady, you don't want to go through the whole flirting and stuff. You know, time No, is, you want to bag a time, guy from Kenzo. Yeah, time is money. You don't want to... 
And you also don't want to like hit on a guy that's not interested in you. You want a guy who will not reject you. So you're not humiliated by this. That's oh, yeah, the because whole point. time works against them. So the, the yeah, faster exactly. they get to the root, the, the easier they <laughs> <laughs> No, but they're, it, they're avoiding the heart women, attack. No, but the but the thing is women women don't know how to handle rejection. They never have that experience. Wow. Um, it's true. <laughs> it's Give me okay. You're gonna give me the the wow. How many women do you know who who've had a lot of experience? Like, I mean, compared to us, you know, think of all the times that you've been rejected. Like, I'm at a point where I can, I I can forget a rejection twenty seconds after it happened. That's how thick my skin is by now. I used to. Yeah, a, that that however is probably true. As I a guess. teenager, it would take me like a week of lying in my bed clutching my pillow, but. You know, but uh, I don't think I think in general I'm generalizing. Women, yeah. women don't have to mostly make the first move, and uh, yeah, so they're I, not used to the experience of being rejected. And if you're a if you're a wealthy, successful lady in some level who thinks highly of herself, you don't want to be hitting on some random young dude who looks good and he's like fuck off, because then you feel terrible about yourself. So you want that guy with the spoon upside down in the milk. That's my whole. I want to just extract the message from there. The rejection hurts, no matter who you are. That's true, yeah. yeah. Wow, but that's deep. But I'm trying to get some deepness out of Harry's. <laughs> Let's fuck it, old lady. <laughs> yeah, it does. But the thing is, but I mean, how, how what's your half life on getting rejected, Dean? Like, how how long does it take you to get over a rejection? Um, it depends on the rejection, Harry. If it, you, it really does. But okay, if it's someone you were like, you really liked them. You thought something was. See, my problem is I feel nothing all the time. Oh, so okay. Rejection doesn't. You're basically mean, numb. So you're just I'm numb completely. Yeah. You're just out there getting so rejected all the time. Rejected, right? even hit upon, but I'm just like it doesn't. It all feels the same. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. But Harry, um, I know you're interested in this topic, the whole rich lady, sprungly <laughs> thing. <laughs> he, he wants a sugar mama too. I'm too old for a sugar mama. I think. Are you gonna try this? I think you should try it, Dean. You're the youngest of us. You're the Gen Z. I I look. I struggle with girls my own age to be feel anything. I mean, if an old lady with money, I'm not going to feel anything with her either. But maybe thing, it will change your life, Dean. But the thing but is, maybe Dean, she can afford like Viagra. I guess I don't know. But Dean, what happens? <laughs> what happens if I go to Sprungli? I get my glass. I turn the spoon upside down. Don't say it. And no one comes to me. Oh, oh Harry. Oh, my God. You got thick skin. No, that's exactly fine. the thing that would happen, actually. Yeah, <laughs> that got, is exactly yeah. what's going to happen. You got thick skin, buddy. And that's not like all the ladies aren't really my demographic. Cause this, is, this brings up an interesting point, though. Like, what's your price, Harry? And what's your demographic? Oh, yeah. Demographic <laughs> and price. Let's go with that. <laughs> I don't have. I would be like. Let's say 60 year old man. What? Like a 60 year old man hits on me. 60. Yeah. What's your price? Um, everyone has one. <laughs> I like how uncomfortable you are. <laughs> I'm just analyzing, like, yeah, I'm thinking about all the things that you know, this house, this flat. What was needs. that shitty movie called with Michael Douglas? Oh, god, and yeah, Im immoral, and Demi Moore. yeah, uh, yeah, I know the one, I immoral offer, whatever it was, like, yeah, indecent, indecent offer, offer. Or, I don't know, whatever it was. And they've kind of remade that recently in a different form, but. Um, yeah, no, there's a movie where, it, oh shit, there's a movie recently where they reverse it. There's this, uh, I think it's a series on Netflix, super powerful woman who, uh, who she's got her protege, who's another woman, 
and then she makes an offer that she'll give her this she'll she'll invest in her company if she can bang the boyfriend and then they do it but apparently in the end it turned out drugs were involved or something like she roofies the guy it's really fucked up and then oh and then it turns out that actually the girl that she wanted to invest in was her daughter it's a more fucked up I can't even remember what this was what I've seen it? that movie on new porn <coughs> yeah thanks for avoiding the question Harry you did it well um yeah what am I gonna want I'm gonna want a Tesla I'm gonna no actually I want to I think I'm gonna go for the Porsche 911 uh <laughs> the poor man's Ferrari <laughs> no I like the Porsche <laughs> the Golf of Zurich I, <laughs> <laughs> the Golf of that's Zurich. so true dude. there is something about a Porsche 911 still I don't care um why are we okay I'm just I'm a, yeah this is gonna take I, I can't answer this this fast because I've got to work through like how awful the the dick you have to become more spontaneous be. mm. and there's no spontaneity on <laughs> getting <laughs> getting in bed with a 60 year old man <laughs> that's not a spontaneous act though um, I've never found myself being that spontaneous before I'm not sure we need to answer <laughs> this question right that's now fine, maybe right, we can come fine. back to uh, it let's, let's do this though let's do plugs and I've got more mailbags. You got more mailbags. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm done. I'm done with mailbags. Wait mail a bag. second, we forgot the mailbag jingle. Yeah, mailbag. I'll just edit into the beginning. No, I will do it. More fun. Could we put a bit more energy into that? Please? Can somebody else do it for a change? Yeah, I can do it. I need a. I need because I've set the bar. Maybe you can one up it. You've got mail. <laughs> That's pretty good. Okay. Uh, do 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 mailbag. <laughs> I like that one too. That's great. That's actually really good. You've yeah. got okay, mail. That's cool. Okay. I'm going to use that one from now on. Okay. I forget it. I've got a real mail that has nothing to do with the podcast. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Wow, Harry. Harry's got an email, ladies and gentlemen. I have from that 60 year old lady at Sprungly. You brought it. You printed it. No, it is. Nobody prints a mail. A letter from my landlord (laughs) who. He's heard the podcast. This is a very Swiss thing. this This is why I thought it'd be funny. The title is Unordnung im Velo-Raum, so, so chaos in the bicycle room. So you have a, most flats, so you have a bicycle room downstairs. It says, uh, this is where Harry Sehr geehrter Herr Fuchs, that's a nice way of saying you don't have to, Can you translate yeah. it real time? Okay, I'll try. Um, uh, oh, it, oh, they're claiming, I even miss this. They, they, by our last visit to your place, we discovered that there's unordnung in, uh, like chaos in your, in the, the bicycle room and uh, the old bikes need to be cleared up. But they, I think this is bullshit because I think that someone phoned it in from the flat. And here's the thing, two months after I moved into this place, there was a fire in the, in the lobby. And uh, what happened is there was a pram uh, and there's a sign saying in the lobby, like, you're not allowed to leave any packages or prams in the entrance because it's a fire hazard. And mysteriously, the pram just caught fire. Somebody said fire to it? Someone thought the best way to show that there's a fire hazard is a poltergeist. by actually saying fire. And apparently, that it got me talking with neighbors. This is the fourth fire that's been in this building. Uh, there are a lot of old people in this building, and this is basically what happens to SVP voters as they pass seventy. They start burning shit. They get obsessed an by arsonists living in the building. Yeah, but yeah, exactly. It's basically our version of the KKK. Instead oh of burning God, crosses, they yeah. burn prams. They burn the rules into your There's brain. There's one yeah. obsessive person in the building, and they're very fucking sneaky. Another thing is they 
double lock the door of the main entrance every time they go through. And I'm at the point where I want to put spy cams in there to find out who this fucker is. Because <laughs> I think it's connected. I think they're the person getting upset about the chaos. In the, it's not even chaos. It's always fucking tidy in there. And, and double locking the door and burning prams in the entrance. Yeah, it was fucking insane. And, uh, and yeah. Anyway, that's uh So uh you you enjoyed that letter or did you respond at all? Or? I'm tempted to say if you track down the person that that called this in, that is your arsonist. It's someone who has massive obsessive compulsive disorder. And mm. I and it, I think it's just like it's the how you end up as when you're you're one of the the people with the obsessive Swiss genes. Yeah. Know? Yeah. Okay, that's my That's the only Swiss person here. That was my real mailbag. <laughs> Thanks for sharing that, Harry. Yeah, uh, I don't think I, should, I think you should worry about your life, dude. Like this is yeah. Uh, you may, maybe well, this fire's going back now two years, so it hasn't happened oh, okay. again since. We've all been very diligent in keeping the yeah. Because did you, know, you keep your prams indoors and exactly yeah. yeah. But okay. yeah, yeah. Uh, d did you did you have any mail? No, but um, letter from the landlord or anything. No, nothing like that, dude. I was just thinking maybe we should just try this one more time. Uh, the Harry's hot tip because nobody's ever trusted Harry enough <laughs> with actual advice. Uh, so uh, let's try it one more time. Yeah. And if nothing happens, then we'll come up with something else. Harry's hot tip, write in. We got dxyzpod at gmail.com. Yeah. Um, Harry is happy to answer all your questions. If you, got, I, if you got some relationship some problems. Been out. Actually, could we had a hot tip, a spontaneous one, right before we started recording. Christian is having problems with his lady because uh, he was late to a couple of appointments. I said, do you have the shared calendar? <laughs> he said, no, we don't do that. Just get a Google calendar. Because what they do, once they figure out that you can't maintain this, sometimes they'll start throwing in shit that they didn't actually say just to make you feel guilty. So once you've got it all in the calendar, I mean, this happens when you have kids together. It's like... That gets yeah, really I'm, I, I'm not involved in that but, problem. So, uh, <laughs> but but <laughs> anyway, anyway, Harry, so that Christian is not comfortable with this. That's uh, a, that's no, I'm fine. I'm fine. That's simply a hot tip. Use a shared calendar. It helps with relationships. It keeps you. You know, you don't. You don't then like. Oh fuck! I'm out with my buddies when you had date night. It's a little thing. It helps. Use the electronics. Thank you, Harry. I will. I will use that. I will use that. Did uh, did do you think that'll help you a shared calendar? Um, I, I think it it could actually, but um, then I'm also really shitty at actually sending stuff into the shared calendar. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, but I'm trying to sell Harry's hot tip here. He'd be like, "Oh yeah, <laughs> no, no." I, 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 I see the point. Yeah. I see the point. It's just me being incapable of holding my life together. <laughs> Wait, I so guess. you're a Swiss person that lacks calendar discipline. Is that what we're saying? Oh, absolutely. Uh, I like to-do list discipline, all that sort of shit. Like, no, I'm not. Oh, my no. God. I'm not that kind of guy. Oh, actually, and Dean, there is one. There was that friend of yours who's, I forget her, on Instagram. She posted a really nice story. It would touch me deeply. Oh, yeah. Shout out to uh, Anne. Uh, she she runs the Bubble Yoga. If you guys are interested in yoga, check it out. She's on Instagram, at Bubble Yoga. Um, she wrote something very nice for us regarding the depression episode. Yeah, the reboot your life episode. Yeah. The depression episode, I've gotten uh, messages as well, but they they were kind of like directed. They were too depressing. No, <laughs> not like that. But a, a bunch of people were basically saying like they they did really uh, like that we talked about it. Oh, okay. More like not not as a comment 
per se, but more just like a thank you or whatever. Yeah. Which uh, I, I found incredible because <laughs> in the end we were just fucking around. So. I think it's beautiful. Yeah. I, li- I like the idea of someone stood on the edge of a motorway bridge, but then they listen to our podcast and they're like, no. Yeah, you're exaggerating. <laughs> and then Harry comes on and she's like, okay, this is... <laughs> yeah, the, let's <laughs> jump. The final nail of <laughs> the car. This is totally... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah but the, the metaphor that you wrote about Legos being painted <laughs> gray. It was... Profound. <laughs> Profound. I think. It was really yeah, that's, that's depressing. <laughs> I, I, I kind of want to make this into a bit now. <laughs> yeah, dude. Get a t-shirt. Just a gray Lego do block. It, do it. Take it. Make it into a bit. Um, okay. Uh, what other mail we got? Do we have any plugs before we dig into this? No. Kentucky Comedy Tuesdays, Thursdays, 7.30. You can come see the whole XYZ crew bombing hard. Except <laughs> for me. <laughs> Comedy House. Uh, Comedy House, 24th of September. I'm I'm on the uh, yeah on the on the circuit on Contiki. You're on the circuit. It sounds <laughs> like you're. <laughs> okay, what, what are we doing today, guys? All right. this? Otherwise, I'm just. I wanna I wanna talk clothes. about I wanna talk about something that's kind of dear to my heart. But wait, 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 didn't you have more? What were all these other messages that you said? WhatsApp and Instagram. You said no, you that's it. It that's was just it. Jason. Mailbag but over. Oh, Mailbag okay. over. Um. The topic that I want to talk about today um, is revolution versus evolution. Where did this topic come from, actually? Um, I think it was a conversation that Harry and I had. You yeah. guys talk without me? Yeah, so sometimes. sometimes. Oh, no. Ed Sprungli, with your fucking like spoons I upside down. Like, uh, yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Perverts. <laughs> we were just spooning, spooning um, in. Spooning. Just spooning some old lady between you two, talking about revolution versus evolution. Exactly. We said, is this going to be a revolution or an f- evolution? <laughs> is it <laughs> fine to have sex? Where, where does a spit roast fall in? <laughs> oh, <God. dear>. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That that that, uh, that took the fun out of it. I, <laughs> I ruined it. I'm sorry. Um, yeah. But I feel it naturally extends for them s- many of the things we've been talking about, you know, like zombie fucking and the apocalypse and all these things. What what, what were you guys actually talking about? Like, what is revolution versus evolution? Like, okay. how did okay. it all start? Let's uh, you let's define terms. Let's define terms because I'm lost here. Sure. I was not a sprungly on that day. Um, the idea behind it is how do you bring change? So we were talking about. Um, in, in previous episodes, we were talking about, like, uh, for example, capitalism, or or I did talk a lot about how I hated capitalism, and um, uh, we were talking about other like uh, social constructs um, that kind of hold us where we are, blah blah blah. So, how do you bring along change? And there, there's change te- in what to basically change the status quo, change the Systematic way. Systematic change. Yeah, how 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 your life is right now, mm. and there's two ways of doing this. There's more, I guess. But um, the two dominant forces would be um, evolution, so you basically gradually evolve out of this, or uh, revolution, which basically means you destroy shit. Instant change. Burn stuff. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like Caitlyn Jenner style. And (sighs) revolutionist? No, dude. That's no, that's capitalist. (laughs) Communist. No, it's change. It's a change. It's definitely a change. Kylie Jenner. Caitlyn. Caitlin, she changed what? She changed her dick from to a vagina. Yeah, that's revolutionary. Okay, it, great. It didn't evolve. We're she talking d- systematic governmental change or just in general? 
Um, I think we're it, talking. I guess we're talking more look, my politics. Point is, the system. My point is, yeah, Caitlin can't evolve into a woman. Like <laughs> it had to be a revolution. You, you're you're onto something. So I, I think it's it's <laughs> <laughs> that with there, the evolution wasn't an option. There, um, yeah, I right. I think it goes into that direction of like, um, yeah, uh, politically motivated or even even your own life. Like sometimes, um, I feel we we're talking about being. In, in kind of like a routine, you know. So you, you're in your life, and then you start changing little things. What is this thing called? You like you have to change a bunch of habits, and then your life is suddenly becoming spectacular or whatever. Um, I I personally never really worked that way. So life kind of always needed a, a drastic kind of change, but that also le uh, leads to uh, a bunch of volatility. So I think there's ups and downs. And I think if I understood you correctly, Harry, you were more on the side of like, you have to kind of like, there has to be an evolution of thought in a way. It cannot just go bang and then everything is different. Yeah, okay. I, I, yeah, I guess. I mean, I, I mean, I've got this in mind for more like the system, you know? It's like we've got, uh, we've got the left, the right, uh, screaming at each other all the time at the moment. Everyone... You know, like God knows what happens after November when we get one or the other maniac in the existing maniac again, or a <laughs> new maniac who's half asleep <laughs> most of the They're time. They're all maniacs. We need revolution. Yeah, but it like so. There's the this the system. The system changed the system. I guess was one part of it. But yeah, I guess in individual change is another another aspect. Where are we going? What? But maybe we should just start with like, like, what are we? All right. So you've you want to like, if you take the world as it is, Dean, right today, do you want revolution or evolution? I'm purely revolution kind of guy. Anarchy, okay. revolution. My life has been full of drastic change. Decisions that I've been like, no, this is it. It's got to end right now. Change. Everything changes. I'll move country. I move to Switzerland. You know, you you change jobs, change your lifestyle, everything. You're good in burning bridges. Not burning bridges with the people that I've connected with, but with chapters in my life. Yeah. You got to fucking change stuff up because the only constant is change. And if you get comfortable, the worst part is is when life kind of forces that change on you. You're not ready for it. You know. Mm. So, so if you embrace the chaos, if you embrace a bit of revolution and you kind of ride that wave, then life goes well. So based on your statistical analysis of one person, you think this should be applied to billions of people on the planet? Damn straight. Okay. Do you want to go political <laughs> with this? We can go political too. Um, I think we should we actually go, go political. Over the planet. Yeah, let's yeah, go yeah, political. Because yeah. like, look at this. The world's being destroyed. You know, there's no... The gradual change is not good enough. No. Oh, there's a little, you know, Tesla car. Oh, we're going electric. By the time everyone converts and the third world's catch up, like India and China or not even China anymore, more like India, uh, when they finally start producing the amount of carbon and all that shit and consuming like the rest of the world does, it's too late. We need revolution now. But the powers and behold don't allow that. That's why I say we should burn banks and break stuff. Wee. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah, I'm in your camp, Dean. Um, were you always of that, of that train of thought? Like, w when... when did you become the revolutionary and did you ever do something that backs that up? I've always been like that because South Africa, our government is super corrupt and always have been. They've always been in service of government, 100%. The corruption levels were insane. The, 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 the government officials always got richer and richer and always got like the wealth. Like I'll give you an example. 
there was a the there was a thing called eToll. So the government decided that we should start taxing highways. So they constructed these, you know, gates with cameras, and every you had to everyone had to subscribe with like a little beeper. And you had to pay, and every time you went underneath these things, you had to it would beep, and you would pay however many cents per kilometer, right? Here's the thing, though. Typical South Africa, there was no vote about it, so they just did it, first of all. And it was constructed by an Austrian company. So they developed the technology. They were employed to build this thing. And I think like 80% of all the revenue from our taxed highways went straight to Austria. <laughs> For real? <laughs> For real. <laughs> I think a bunch of it, more bunch of it went to government, you know. Um, and they just profited off of that stuff. Whereas they could have just raised fuel prices by a couple of cents and done the exact same thing yeah. without having to pay Austria. But somehow somebody's friend got a fucking tender to to do all of this here and they made a shit ton of money. You know, another another example is um when they were somebody got attended to do solar panels for the, the lower class, like poverty stricken people, lower lower cost housing. They got attended to do all the solar panels on the roofs. And it was so poorly managed and some government official friend got the fucking contract and did a half-assed job because all the money goes straight to his pocket. You know, they just pretend to do it. So, like, all the solar panels are fucking facing the wrong way and, like, half of them don't even work wow. and these people are not in service, you know? Yeah, yeah. So my instinct is always, like, whatever you deciding, fuck you. Like, it's not happening. I never got eToll. Uh, every time I went underneath there, I was just like, you know, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> what should be the attitude that we have? Because if enough people say, no... It's not going to happen. The problem is they've taken all the money from pensioners, like teachers and government workers, to start funding and investing in this bullshit. And all that money's kind of funneled into somebody's pocket. That's fucked up. Yeah. So that's That's, my default attitude. But that sounds like you have the English system of government. Because it's the same. They introduced something like eToll for London, uh, where they. Congestion charge. Yeah, the congestion charge. And I I think they monitor um, number plates on cars. Can I just say one thing real real quick, Harry? Go. Comparing governments. This is something that was quite controversial for me to hear. Um, My friend's dad. He was an Indian dude, and he worked for the ANC for a while. And he was the guy who was involved ANC in the airport ANC is the robbery. party that's currently yeah, running ANC the show. ANC is the leader party. Yeah. Uh, he worked for them a bit. And he was involved in that, you know, all of the government, and he was part of corruption scandals himself. Um, what was interesting, what he told me is this. He said the apartheid government, despite how ridiculously evil they were, they would they would give eighty percent to the people and steal twenty percent, but okay. <laughs> crack of beer. But the 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 ANC government steal eighty percent and give twenty. Okay. Yeah, that's fucked up. Which is what I heard from. I was like, that's insane. This yeah. is not the way South Africa should be run. I'm not saying apartheid is <laughs> yeah. at all, but you know, a corrupt government is a corrupt government. Yeah, as, but as evil but as any other. Okay, and and there is to me one of the arguments. Like like revolution always sounds sexy and it feels like yeah we can get it done quick. What does it look like? Yeah, well, but it's also like if you look at pretty much any, and there's a lot to this, but if you look at any country that went through some massive change, basically you reset the system to start off on robber barons. The U.S. was the same thing. Uh, who's that? The guy that built the railroads and I mean these guys were complete fucking Tammany Hall yeah. and then um well 
Goldman and um, and uh, Rothschild weren't they involved in oil? Yeah, but there was ah oh, fuck. He's got the guy's got museums named after him, but he he had quotes like uh, the the meek may inherit the earth, but I will own the mineral rights <laughs> <laughs> and shit like that. I mean, these guys and so. And like in England, the the system began. And we did all this stuff like like eight hundred years ago, where you had like a king, and then the barons feudal system, the feudal system, and then the barons were like, "Fuck you, the king gets too much money. We want some of that." Then and it's basically it's like a feudal system, the the strongest control. Um, and when you reset any system of government, and over time it gradually gets less corrupt because. Yeah, maybe, hopefully. But is that what it's like in Switzerland? So I struggle with this to to a large extent because um, in Switzerland we like to sell the status quo um, because it's it, we we have this consensus that everyone is involved. So this is going to be a bit of a rant. Um, All right, usually let's, let's hear it. Let's hear usually it. Usually it is a Harry's tinfoil hat, <laughs> but this this is um it's this Christian. is where I'm standing on this. So. Um, uh, Switzerland has this whole story about being um, a country that's kind of like founded in democracy, right? This is what we what we sell internationally. It's also one of the reasons that people say stuff is slow because Swiss people have a lot to say of what is going on. So we vote four times a year. We get involved in stupid questions that, um, like, how much money does the Canton of Zurich spend on a fucking gym for the high school next door? That sort of stuff. So th there is a lot of direct involvement, which also makes it seem that there is a lot of transparency when it comes to finance. So mm -hmm. what you were just saying before about how money just gets into uh, private interests, like state money, um, in Switzerland there is an illusion that that isn't the case. Is I say I say there is an illusion because it isn't and this is the big problem so uh in in switzerland we never had a feudal system we kicked the feudal system out um switzerland technically exists since 1846 so we we basically say it's uh, 1291 but that's not entirely true it was basically a bunch of farmers that said fuck the germans and um <laughs> that wasn't the state per se like switzerland was say i'm very pro fucking germans as a half german <laughs> Um, you would say that you damn Nazi. <laughs> so, Switzerland was founded in the time of uh, the robber barons in the United States. It, it was founded in the time um, of uh, the railway, um, the, the railway times. Mm. There is a famous case, um, Alfred Escher. He's basically the dude that created SBB. So our rail oh, system. Oh, he's, he's a statue there by Obama. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He, um, he made his money through slavery in the United States, by the way. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. So um, th there was th there was a rich upper crust um, in Switzerland at the time when Switzerland was founded, and these guys all held political office at the same time. Okay. So money gets you somewhere. That's kind of like how it goes. And Zurich is incredibly guilty of this. So a lot of the old money in Zurich also has a lot of like political interests and is, is very much in control of how shit works. Now, because we give people that fucking illusion that they can actually say something about where their fucking tax money goes, it, it kind of always seems like um, the status quo is all right. So you keep, you keep the, um, the hunger for revolution low mm. because everything works fine, right? So you don't feel like you're being robbed because you actually have something to say and you taxes like are not crazy. Yeah. 
but at the same time, there's these rich cunts and they're actually taking everything away from you. So th there, there is a huge disparity. And in Switzerland, the, the, the disparity between poor and rich is actually growing and it's growing drastically and it's growing the same way as it does in, for example, the U US or in the UK. And the banker class is incredibly guilty of this. So uh, burn the fucking banks. It, it, it literally, it, it, is, it is problematic, but we are incredibly complacent as a nation. Comfortable. People are so comfortable yeah. here. There's absolutely no reason to want to complain. You get your salary, you afford, you know, you can go on a nice holiday. You have a nice apartment. The best example for me was um, three, four years ago when Ireland voted for a gay marriage. So, um, not a very revolutionary um, train, train of thought, but in Ireland it was because it was also it goes against fucking Catholicism and uh, all these uh, crazy religion things. Mm -hmm. And uh, Ireland really came together. I have a bunch of friends that were very much involved. My my housemate at the time he was very involved in this, and um, people that I know who canvassed um, their their neighborhood and really tried to get the vote through. And it, it was it it was really revolutionary how they approached it they literally went from house to house and said please help us we have to get this through and the vote went through with flying colors so to wow. speak the rainbow colors that is <laughs> and um uh, uh, they really made it happen and it was i was so impressed because in switzerland um maybe 10 years earlier we had a similar thing and what we did was the classic Swiss thing of making a compromise. So we didn't allow gay marriage. We allowed registration of relationship. Mm. So you're not on par, but we give you a little something. So you shut the fuck up. Yeah. And that's basically yeah. what we are great at. So it's really just, good at just just shut up. We give you a little bit of the chocolate, but we keep the big part for ourselves. That's basically yeah. how it works. Yeah, it's like the complacency with masks on trams. Yeah. As long as the government's not, it's not, they're not at fault. They can maintain their illusion of control and, and power. Yeah, we're all, things are good. actually, you're right. We are all happy. Like, yeah, we're wearing masks. We're doing something about yeah. COVID. It, and actually, I think that that, that might, the whole thing might be ridiculous. Like so that, sorry, sorry, Harry. South Africans really struggle. This is why there's a need for change. Like we, yeah. we can't accept it. Unfortunately, there's a massive rise in right-wing politics as well in South Africa. On both ends of the spectrum. I can imagine, on yeah. both Because of this. Right wing but on both ends. Yeah. What? Yeah, because you have you have uh, black uh, interests that go right wing and you have white interests that go right oh, wing. Oh, that spectrum. Okay. What, what spectrum were you thinking of? The left-right spectrum. I'm like, how can you have right or... That was the... I, I <laughs> so, knew exactly yeah. that you would be saying this. Okay. <laughs> because you <laughs> no. come from England and color doesn't exist. Because you basically raped the world and now you all feel guilty <laughs> deeply. Wow. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> but I'm half German. <laughs> I have no shame. I am half German. <laughs> but, but yeah, let's talk about Angola. I read, something, I read something interesting today. A beautiful quote. It said, the definition of decadence is asking whether your society is decadent. And and actually that 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 blew my mind because... I think, it, like in South Africa, yeah, there there may be like if your country is if eighty percent of the money is going is basically being lost with corruption, that is a fucking problem. But at the same time, like two, there's there was New York Times put an article up in two thousand eighteen uh, about how uh, two thousand eighteen was the best year on record for human beings. Like 
every year, like the number of people getting access to electricity, water, infant mortality rates down, all this kind of stuff. But a bit, but a bit comparing that to the disparity between rich and poor. Yeah, makes but it, that's, puts it that's into perspective. Wait, that's a, that's an interesting one because um, uh, there is this writer called Rutger Bregman. Um, the uh, he wrote about he was at the World Economic Forum, basically um, doing this whole spiel about rich people should get taxed. So on uh, on on record, do 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 you know what I'm I talking think I've heard about? It, yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, he wrote two books about um, uh, about uh, how we should actually measure. Um, uh, the success of a society in a different measure than um, uh, the growth of its um, economy. Yeah, GDP. Yeah, yeah. yeah. how so you treat the poor. Exactly, and um, th- that's a very uh, stylization of what he's actually trying to say. But uh, regardless, what what came out is exactly in the vein of what you said in 2018 and 2019 to to an extent. Um, all of society was kind of like lifted up, but the disparity between rich and poor went fucking bananas. Mm. Yeah, but, okay, so let me, not being a rich dude, or, um, you know, I may look a bit Jeff Bezos-y, but I'm not. <laughs> like, like, the more masculine at, version. At some level, does it really matter that there's a disparity between yeah, rich and Yeah, it fucking matters. Uh, and that's ex- why? That's but exactly... Why? I'll tell you why. If your life is good... Why are you upset that there's some there's a Jeff Bezos? Because your life might be good, but not everyone's life is good. Yeah, but okay, let's say everyone gets all their needs taken care That's of. That's not happening. Full stop. Well, the we point, need to tax the, the point, rich, burn the, the rich, wait, 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 eat, eat but the rich. The point was is that on the on the trajectory we're on, we're basically going to get there anyway. No, we're not. They're getting richer and richer. That's wait, the whole wait, point. Wait, 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 wait. Wait. The qu- then the question, uh, co- like the argument, at least according to New York Times, there's an interesting thing. I'm going to go into Hans Rosling. You know Hans Rosling? No. Okay, I'll come to that in a second. The point was, is that things, like it's never been in general this good Can you imagine how much better it could be, Harry? Yeah, but hold on a second. Wait. The other thing is, there's this guy called Hans. I'm gearing up here. Me wait, too. wait, wait! I'm feeling, I'm feeling tense. All right, I say I'm feeling balls tight. Make your tightening. point, Harry. Make your point. Yeah, now we're getting interesting. Make we're your not point. Just Make your point. All right. So, Hans Rosling. This guy was, I think, a designer, and a uh, he died recently. But he he did he did some awesome infographics. Uh, some Scandinavian country, possibly Norwegian, and he's got a bunch of interesting talks, which TED act, talks, and what yeah, including TED talks. Uh, uh, where he basically says that the West, their view of uh, of poorer countries, it, I mean, the conclusion I take out of that is we're basically racist. So we, for example, one example is uh, average children per family. If you ask uh, Westerners how many, what's the, how many, what do you think the average number of children one, per two. family in Africa is? Oh, 12. In Africa, yeah, they're going to come up with like, Six, seven, eight, nine, ten. <clears throat> Actually, that's been dropping for years. In India, it's now at three, I think, or even just almost below. And and basically, prosperity leads to smaller families. The, yeah. And the most interesting thing he said is they did this survey in England. Poorer people in England were more accurate. They they said four children. Well-educated people in England, when asked how many, what's the average number of children in a, somewhere in Africa, were were the ones that were getting it most wrong because it's based on their prejudice of what they think the you know the 
<clears throat> yeah, I mean, it's kind of an imperialism. Like, yeah, embedded is like, yeah, well, those those primitive savages ah. is what <laughs> is is what? still is still exists, and and that yeah. Okay, what's the point? Yeah, what's your point? The point is, is a to be thinking that our concept, our, our ideas about poverty on the planet are tinged with a lot of prejudice and racism. B, it's nowhere near as bad as we think. And C, we're a bunch of whinging little bitches. Can I say something? Do, do you want to start? No, no, look to too many memes on Instagram. This is exactly Instagram. evolution versus revolution. Okay. Because your idea of the evolution of humanity, yeah, uh, we're becoming now more spo- pros- prosperous. We're becoming more like that. The world is evolving. People are getting a little bit more out of poverty, <laughs> right? So they're developing lower families. India is becoming a like slowly progressing towards a first world country. They're getting access to internet and electricity daily. You know, Africa might be going the other way, but we won't get into that. Okay. But the idea of this, this is your idea of evolution. You might be like, oh, yeah, that's a good point. We're all progressing. But my idea of revolution is this, is that the rich are so wealthy. The top 1% of the world are so incredibly fucking wealthy. We can't even begin to imagine how much wealth they have. Yeah. They could literally end poverty, world hunger. Anyone malnourished and starving could be stopped today. Because of this. I was reading facts with that same guy who had the, the infographics and his TED Talks. Hans Rosling. I think you, it was something like this. Yeah, he's, yeah. He's a, yeah. I've seen him. They said if if the US the US spends something like three trillion every year on the military, right? If they just stop spending that for one year, they could literally end world hunger tomorrow. Full stop. Uh, okay, I call That's you, revolution right there. It, we should be like we should go into the White House and cut Donald Trump's head off. Not not because of the the, the disparity between we should do that anyway. <laughs> but you know, um if yeah, that this is the moment pure revolution. This is when the boys in Virginia are listening. Hi guys. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but, 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 <laughs> you know what? Like this is what again. happened, I think, in, in, in the in the Netherlands, back in medieval times, whatever. The the Dutch king and queen were fucking up. They were stealing from I don't know what the exact history is. But this is where the, the saying, eat the rich, come from. Because they messed up hard and the people re- revolted. They went straight to their castle. They literally took them out and cut their heads off and ate them. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I, I look at the pleasure he gets. I, I mean, love, I love to yeah, eat the fucking king. Fuck but I, yeah, but I do too. But so my, my point... But one more thing, Harry. Okay. One I, more point that's going to drive this home. We're closer to being a millionaire than Jeff Bezos is. What you and I, yeah. the average person, and we're the, we're top one percent of the average people here in Switzerland. That's another no fact. average people in the world. In the world, yeah, we, Switzerland. We like as an average person here, we're still on the top one percent of the average person in terms of earning. You know, that's how privileged we are. But we're closer to being a millionaire than Jeff Bezos is. Like we could easily achieve being a millionaire first before Jeff Bezos loses all of his fucking money to become a millionaire again. And what 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 does that tell us? Because he has two hundred billion. Yeah, it's more realistic for me to become a millionaire before he does. Well, so so what I'm actually hearing is it is simply your the root cause of what you're saying is that it actually pisses you off that there's someone that has that much the more fact money that than you. people out there with more wealth than they could ever spend, and ever we could even comprehend, and the fact that someone like in South Africa sits with nothing to eat tonight. Is the most ridiculous fucking thing I've ever yeah, heard. Yeah, okay, I wait, wait, wait. Okay, can I address a one particular point? Okay, like, I can, on one level, I agree. Like, the amount of money the US spends on military, for example, is fucking ridiculous. That's one example. And, and the real issue there is that that is an industry that 
you know, people's lives depend on making missiles. Fuck that. Yeah. Aside from that, you c- the illusion, and this is a naivety, is that if you just suddenly took all that money, you could solve world hunger? No. Done. No. You can. Why not? Because logistically, that is a fucking hard problem to solve that we have it's been solving. You look at all that shit like Band-Aid. Go Think and re- about the logistics. No, no, no let, me, okay, let me finish. Sorry, sorry. Band-Aid, all that stuff where they're like, yeah, Bob Geldof, give me the money. Throw all this money. And it fucking went nowhere. It did more or less nothing for people. A few sacks of grain got thrown out. A bunch of like... Like corrupt dictators <laughs> said, "Oh well, there's a pile of money. I'll just take that." Yeah, I saw Black Hawk Down. And and even <laughs> even aside from the cr- in trying to do that in a country that is fundamentally broken and corrupt, like take the U.S. and look at how they argue over how to fix their education system. And most of the time, the arguments of like we need to give more money to that system, all of that money just vanishes into middle management who do fuck all. And so it's actually, you cannot take a massive sum of money and go and solve a problem with it. It's Agreed. Like, so Agreed. what annoys me about this conversation is... So you need an evolution. Wait, no, <laughs> wait. What annoys me about this conversation is um, that we shift our focus when it comes to poverty away from where we actually live. So... Uh, granted, um, uh, yeah, actually, there, there, are, oh, yeah. there are worlds, yeah, there are worlds really outside of our remit Africa, India, whatever, where there's heaps of poor people and we do this thing uh, around Christmas when we give money to World Vision or whatever these fucking bastards are called and uh, the money just gets paid to someone who does social studies for a year or whatever and they go and uh, hold uh, children's hand for (laughs) for like five minutes (laughs) in a a hospital no fuck this shit it it, it is basically it's kind of like our little excuse so we can feel a little bit better so it gives us a warm feeling in the tummy and we go I've done something nice Um, what, what really annoys me is when we talk about disparity between rich and poor we have to think about what happens here so uh, switzerland home, yeah. switzerland is one country in the western world and i'm not sure if you've realized it but as soon as we go across the border we go to germany we go to france we go to italy our money is worth a fuck ton so what th- whatever money you make here you will never make in italy in the same job you yeah. make a third at Although best it should be pointed out that if you stay here that money is worth a shitload less. Because yeah, yeah. That, 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 that is also true. That is also true. But um, regardless, my, my point being, even within Switzerland, there is a level of poverty that is growing and families that are not able to pay their fucking bills and there's a bunch of douchebags in politics that are sucking, not only in politics, but also in industry, Novartis, Nestle, all these fucking rich kids in, in Zurich who are sucking the money away from people where it actually should be spent and Switzerland is the best example for this because it's also really easy to hide money. So you're not actually paying your taxes on that fucking money either. And like, if you're Swiss and you're rich, you don't have to go to the Caymans to hide your fucking money from the tax man. You just make a deal. Okay, here's the example, Harry. Here's the example. There is a famous company. Um, there is a famous company called Glencore. You might have heard of Glencore. Yeah. Glencore is a company that deals with um, oil, that deals with it deals with steel and all other commodities in the world. They have their seat here in Switzerland. Their boss at the time when he brought it over, Glasenberg. 
he moved to a little town on Lake Zurich. Kusnacht. He walked in to the mayor's office and basically said, we don't have a mayor in Switzerland, so it's basically the Stadthaus or whatever. He walked in and said, Dutzens, I want to move here. This is how much tax I'm going to pay you. And he he gave them like a massive discount on what he's supposed to be paying. But he said, I will drop that coin with you if you're agreeing. I will live here. He basically doubled their budget. Yeah. They were like, cool. They were like, fuck yeah, let's Whatever do this. Want. But he pays like 10% of what he's supposed to be paying. Asshole. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Fuck yeah, that but shit. That's actually a beautiful example because if he hadn't done... Why? You're, wait, wait, listen, that's a great example. Because if he hadn't done that, and by the way, Tina Turner did probably the same. She did exactly the same thing. Yeah, like that oil tycoon. If he hadn't have done that, that you wouldn't that that Kusnach wouldn't have got the money. So no, but they didn't need it. You can either. get ninety percent of it's missing. If I do not, you pay, you pay your fucking fair share, and these these governments, these local governments, and the national government is capable of actually paying money to poor people because this is what switzerland does really well and it happens in other places too um you know how um how it works when you're on on welfare well theoretically yes <laughs> there's heaps yeah. of control there's heaps of control yeah, like, around the money that you're being given yeah, yeah so some money you don't even get you get coupons so you go and buy food instead of drugs or whatever yeah and um, this is what we do as a Western society. Instead of handing over responsibility, we basically control. So people that are poor, that need support, instead of allowing them to prosper, we put them into a system that they can never leave by just controlling every fucking step that they are taking because we think of them as a little bit dumb. Okay, but wait a second. You're, there's, there's a whole bunch of stuff. On this particular thing, I agree with the premise completely. And the, once I even read, there was a really interesting study. It's like there's even a, like a, a term for the syndrome of, of basically, it exists a lot in the West, is that you, the moment it comes to giving money to your own poor, you're like, fuck those guys, they should work harder. But you're very happy giving your money to the starving children in Africa. Exactly. Yeah. I've won. Sorry. And, oh, sorry. And and the same applies in a way if you look at the U.S. Uh, that has so much fuck, like physically fucked up shit, bridges, roads, the whole shit, infrastructure, and they're sending. It's toast. Yeah. And they're sending like hundreds of thousands of men abroad to fight stupid wars. The manpower. Before you even talk about the budget, the manpower. That is being wasted. Uh, what, what profits more, war or infrastructure? Oh, should, should we really go into this? No, we're not. When they, that's when they invaded, right no, let me let me do this because I, I did read up on go this quite it, heat. When they when they invaded Iraq, um, the interim government um, that was provided by the United States was supposed to um, create like uh, an infrastructure that works for the Iraqis only ministry that was actively defended was the ministry of oil it was so obviously it was so fucking obvious from the get-go jesus fucking christ like but but here's the thing i think like i agree with your point but here's where i think it falls down is i grew up near southampton the south of england uh a a port that was bombed to shit a lot of 
people that are living paycheck to paycheck or worse. Titanic said hi at the time. That was a l- yeah <laughs> checkout point of the Titanic. <laughs> that, that's a, uh, yeah. And the funny thing about that place was is every time it came up to a national election, Tories versus Labour, all of Southampton would vote for the Tories. And one thing, this culture of like, I don't, I don't want to see people get a, a free meal ticket. Where that comes from in terms of like a mindset is quite often people that aren't wealthy. So, no, but it, it's like be, the people wait, holding down the wait. people. Oh, this is what fucking annoys me. This is this okay, is go, go. this is the fucking news cycles that are owned by fucking billionaires. There's a great cartoon about this where. Um, uh, you have Murdoch sitting at the table with all the gold coins. Yeah, it could be and, manipulation. And, and you have you have uh, the black dude on the left, and he he uh, he he has one gold coin, and you have the white dude. He has three gold coins, and Murdoch telling the white guy, "See, the black dude wants to steal your gold coin." <laughs> it's it's that what's happening. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, yeah. that what's happening. But in but Switzerland, we have the same thing. You work for a company that is it, yeah that is privately owned, um, that produces one of the biggest newspapers in Switzerland. Um, and th- there is private interests behind that media, and they are very willing to flog the message that the poor people are stealing cash all the time. This is this is instead of pointing the finger to the rich cunt that basically steals money. Yeah, but I mean, I mean, okay, that's that's. To m- here's the thing. So I agree, <laughs> there's an injustice in that. There's a lot of stuff that's fucked up, and if you have a society where there's endemic corruption eventually everything goes wrong. India is a beautiful example of that, and they've been trying radical shit to fix this in recent years. Like, they cancelled the most valuable note, uh, this Prime Minister Modi, uh, because there were there were people who had been stockpiling these notes. Uh, and, yeah, anyway, long story short. That's He's also a right-wing nutshell. Yeah, but, but here's the thing. is like, uh, to me, the point is, if everyone, let's just imagine theoretically, we could get everyone to have all their needs. So you have needs and wants. Needs solved. So you've got housing, good health, Star all Trek. these things. What's that? Star Trek. Trek. That's <laughs> the basis of Star Trek. What? Yeah. Or, or, or a did bunch you, of did you Did you never, no, I'm, I'm did you never watch it? No, um, Star Trek, basically, uh, the, the society is, <laughs> is basically getting all the basic needs delivered and then you wow. try yeah. and apply for and, and and that's and that's doable and we've been close to this discussion we're, we're getting there on maybe ubi universal basic income we what should dean is just shaking his head i have something that will blow both you guys out the water come on then hit, hit us dean because don't give don't give me that attitude because when you're shaking your head and you're not it tells me you're not even listening to what i'm, I'm saying. listening to what you're saying but okay. it's all bullshit okay tell me i'll tell you why this is what's going to blow both of you fucking out the water. <laughs> right, More yeah. hairy than you, Christian, because I know we're on the same side here. <laughs> here it comes. He here just, it comes. He's just trying to get a, alliances. He's building an alliance. No, first. no. We, we both know who the real alliances are. Okay, here it comes. <laughs> Harry, this is going to educate you from, okay, from fucking Gen Z who have gotten the worst brunt of this bullshit. Right. Should I get my violin out? Go get Gen your Z. paycheck out. Fucking. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, here it comes. So this is what I heard from people who are way smarter than I am. It's easier to imagine the end of the world than the end of capitalism. 
Yeah, yeah, I've heard that quote. Yeah, Think about that yeah. for a second. Now, this, yeah. is where, this is where you're missing the point. It's because, yeah, we mentioned, oh, if America stopped spending a trillion dollars in military budget and handed it to corrupt bullshit officials and they give out a bag of rice, you know, every now and then. That's not what I'm saying. The whole point of revolution is the complete system is fucked. All of it. Yeah, There okay. needs to be a new... Then we're bumping mics. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. The whole right. thing needs to be rethought and re-fucking-done and change completely. There's no government. Imagine the idea of what you okay. know as government. Fuck okay, that. So let, Get let, rid of that. But let's go there. Historically, every time there's a revolution, millions of people die and all kinds of horrible shit. Happens. I would die for revolution. But, but we've never but gotten they, to that you, point. You didn't. You you don't get to die in a worthy cause. You get to die by being sent to a gulag, or you get your children. The idea. Wait, here's a beautiful example: Cultural Revolution, China. So big revolution. The thing was called, and the first revolution, Mao Zedong, Cultural Revolution. They took fucking kids from That's parents. From Wait, let me finish this. Imagine this: if you had, if your balls produced a child, imagine that someone took your child and told, tell us what your father does wrong so that we can put him in prison. Oh, uh, this Harry, is, sorry, you're just doing smoke screens. I've heard that argument so many times. You're just I've putting, read, you're I, just putting on smoke screens. I'm I, not putting I, on smoke screens. Of Fucking course you are. Every revolution that has happened no. leads to a fuck ton of like awful shit. And then it gets, and basically what once you've eliminated the system, what replaces it is basically alpha males. The and same alpha thing. male. Russia's the perfect example. This is what I'm saying. The yeah. the end There's never been a successful revolution. The I'm on your side with this. Okay. Like, gulags, all that bullshit has happened. It's not a revolution because nothing's really because changed. Because the moment you... the moment We've replaced you, it with some other bullshit. The, yeah. The moment you reset... Like, if you look at the, the how civilization progresses, we start off with the power, the powerful physically with They've always been swords. powerful. They, they start off by saying, right, we're going to take all the things, we're going to we take all the women, because yep. uh, we can kill you if you disagree. I agree. Okay, and that's how every civilization on this planet begins. And yep. over time, those guys die people get comfortable stability happens and over time it gradually gets tolerable for people that don't have the power if that's not good enough this is not revolution it's not real revolution yeah no but the point is is that the moment you have a revolution actually what you're doing is you're resetting back to the state where cunts get to kill everyone and sure, take what they want that's unsuccessful and revolution yeah but there hasn't been a successful revolution exactly and if you look at sure. if you look at Russia, it's partly successful. If you from look at communism I mean, to capitalism, Russia is a perfect example. And and even in even in Germany, like where you had when when East Germany uh, was merged with West Germany, actually what happened is they set up this organization called the Treuhand. Bunch of Western German businessmen just fucking cl either closed businesses that would have been a threat, yep. or just took it for like yep. one 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 Deutschmark. Yeah, um, but that's the problem with capitalism. Yeah, but I'm idealistic okay. in this. You could call it a problem of capitalism. It's simply that there was a vacuum of power and people stepped in that had power and exploited. It was filled with something else that was called another name. There was the same amount of bullshit where rich exploit poor. And the same shit goes on and on and on. Uh, yeah, the poor get more tolerable. Sure. But you, this, I'm okay. talking revolution. I'm talking idealistic here. I'm talking metaphorically. I'm talking All something right. that talking okay. probably start would never start happen. Start on the green field. Go. I'm talking something that would never happen. But my idea of revolution is this, that like everything we know now, the end of capitalism, the end of 
the thing, the state of which things are, if that could change, idealistically, I don't imagine it would ever happen. This is why I'm nihilistic by nature, because I know humans are constant. I don't think there'll ever be real progressive change. I don't think a revolution will ever happen. Sure, revolutions in the past changed from one thing to another, maybe got a little bit better. The, the evolution of humanity has gotten a bit better for the lower class. But, the, you know, at the end of the day, there's still a growing disparity. And if we could just kind of take that system and just trash it, imagine we could all just wake up tomorrow and have a call and be like, yo, this obviously isn't working. Let's just try something new. And we all agree to that and we just try something new. I think it would be like utopian society. Yeah, but but I think there I just think... It's unrealistic, idealistic. There's, there's going to be but some... I love the thought of that. Because I think... Our, hum, our, our nature as human beings. Yeah, I agree. That's the fundamental flaw. This like is why we'll never progress. 80% of us will be, will try and do things correctly, and the other 20% will be like, hey, these fucking idiots. Do you know when we I. Can just take that shit. Do you know when I realized that it will not work? When? In March, when I was trying to buy toilet paper. <laughs> <laughs> yes, dude. Yes, because as soon as shit fucks up, people are like, fuck Wait. you. I care about okay. me, and I'm going to get I'm my toilet blow, paper. I'm going to blow your mind on this one. Now. Go for it, dude. This is the best explanation I've had. And I, I listened to, weirdly, a ton of explanations of why you have empty toilet paper shelves. <laughs> and it's actually much simpler than you think. It's logistics. The amount of space that toilet paper takes up on a shelf, <laughs> you can only have about... 10 to 15 giant stockpile. No, but think of it. A supermarket like allocates for them to, to like how many cans of baked beans can you fit in a supermarket? 52. Yeah. What? (laughs) (laughs) 52,000. You should have said 42 because then Harry would have had a Okay. On a shelf, you fill, (laughs) how many can, like you got a whole row full of baked beans, like a shit ton of baked beans. Re- replace those with Heinz baked beans, of course. Yeah, the, best. Of course. the space argument. Replace those. Exactly. Replace those with toilet paper, <laughs> and you've only got like 20 things that people can buy. The right. supermarket where I go to is in a place called Zumicon. Zumicon is one of the Zumicon. richest places in Switzerland, and I have seen rich cunts with fucking um, dry blown fucking quaffs uh, go in there and walk <laughs> out Quaffs. with. With, like, a trolley oh, yeah, full yeah, yeah. of toilet paper. The size argument, I, I, I know where you're coming from. It's bullshit. It's in, no, 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 it isn't. Okay, there, there's cunts in your area. <laughs> cunts can fuck it up always. In you this area, in this, where I live, like, the co-op and the Migo nearby... There, no one rocked up with like a fucking like a Humvee and filled it with toilet <laughs> no, paper. No, it was you know a Range Rover Sport. What are you <laughs> talking about? All, all that all that happened. It was a Carrera 911. Yeah. All that happened is people instead of buying the one pack they needed, they bought two, and that was enough to empty the show. You know what I loved the most is that all the pasta disappeared. This the is pasta like, was great and the flour. Dude, dude, dude. This Asian Asian people, all their rice disappeared. Like our version uh, of rice I, is pasta. I need to tell you. I need to tell you this. So. Uh, my my girlfriend is Cambodian, right? So we go to the supermarket. We realize the pasta situation. We go to the Asian store. Nothing. It's full. It's full. <laughs> it's packed. It's packed ass. And you just go in there, uh, and you can you, and you can still buy a kilo of rice. Twenty five kilos, cunt. Like oh you, my God. you don't you don't buy small oh yeah, bags of rice. of rice. And this is the classic. The, the, by the way, this is they the classic. Toilet paper. This is a classic multiracial couple, right? So. Asian girl with white man goes into su- into store, 
white man walks out with 25 kilos on rice on his back <laughs> and, and that, was that was me that was me to a T. Do you know what my problem with those shops is? Is basically, I, and I have the, you know, the flat in Zurich problem. I'm like, how am I going to store a 25 gram bag of rice? Kilogram. Oh, kilogram, yeah. I'm you you remove your son and put the rice in his room. Oh, yeah, that would be. It's the same do you, weight. Do you have a basement? Yeah. Yeah, no, no, yeah dude, you put it in there. Dude, if okay. you put it there, somebody's going to fucking light a match and burn it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, you, you live. All right, so where are we? We, I feel like we're coming to an agreement here on things, so let's get back to this. No, so, so humanity is uh, humanity is in its, um, yeah, in its entirety fucked. I mean, um, <laughs> yeah, but, but I mean, I mean, have you ever dug into behavioral economics? Yes. I love that whole discipline because it explains. I say this very. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Yes, of course. Yes. Yeah. You just I know and read behavioral. No, because we're yeah. talking economics here, right? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> throw, in, throw in some words. Economic. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Bullshit yeah, I, I bingo. Yeah, yeah, I got you. I got you. But it's yeah. a basic thing that explains why a lot of the stuff we do is a, is is makes no economic sense because there are behavioral reasons for why we did it. Like. Like you know, it's and it, it and it oh, actually. Like you're talking about like transport of fruit from fucking Argentina to get washed in bloody no, it's America more to be transported the be, to Switzerland. The, the, be, the, the no. biggest example of behavioral economics was Obama when Obama got into power. Obama. He changed how uh, how Obama. you you did the paperwork <laughs> for your My pension. American people. Do you want to hear this motherfucker? Yeah, Sorry, go Harry. on, uh, Harry. Please, I mean, uh, please, please do I'm, continue. I'm, I'm now applying dad skills, and first, first I'm like, first like, do you need to continue behaving like fucking idiots? Do you need it and behavioral economically this way because it's not good for the earth, or can I finish? And then, and then I scale up to like, eventually there's screaming and threats of violence. <laughs> this is, yeah, this is why no. being a dad is not successful for you. And some comments about okay, Obama got into power. No, he got into Obama. power. And there was a big problem that they had in the U.S. was <laughs> that people... One they, big problem? Yeah, a problem. Bob. Yeah, it probably was not. This is actually a tiny problem. A problem that when the way pension, the pension system works, and I don't fucking really understand, but I just heard it secondhand, is that when you start a job, you have to fill in a bunch of paperwork to get your pension payments done. And a lot of people were just like, fucking giant form stack of papers, I'll just ignore it. And so there were people that were contributing nothing to their pension because they simply weren't filling in the paperwork. And this is me, basically. I hate any fucking paperwork. But you're German. Uh, admin, German. admin sucks. Yeah, admin sucks. Wait, that's his British side. That's my British, British side. side. And so, and and the and it was actually behavioral economics that triggered the solution to this. Is they just said, okay, if you don't fill in your paperwork You'll within die. a period of time, we give you a pension with the default settings. <gasps> they may not be the best for you. But at least you're paying into your yeah. pension. There you go. So in Swiss, yeah, I, I see Christian is Swissness. He doesn't comprehend this at no, all. No, I do comprehend it. Yeah, but, <laughs> the, the, but the, the thing but is, the, but the point was the behavioral economic side was economically or classical economics said, of course you're going to fill in this paperwork because it's a shit ton of money for you in a later years. Behavioral economics says you're a fucking idiot. Of course you're not going to fill in the forms. Can I can yeah. I dumb it down? I right. have to pee. Have, have you ever? Have you ever had an economics class, Dean? Of course I have, but okay. an African one. So <laughs> okay, whatever that so, means. No, African economics. I will take African all of economy it will probably. A I have a, I have a sack of guns. I like have a sack okay. of money and guns. You can have so Kentian, three coins, and I will shoot you uh, back for those coins. <laughs> have you have you ever heard of the concept of um, the a, a person would always uh, invest his money for interest? 
That's okay. ba- that's the basic concept of capitalist so economy. So like Harry would invest in pornography. I would invest in like Apple stocks. I would invest in pornography. That's a stupid investment. Yeah, actually, that's a but that's your dumb interest. <laughs> no, but basically, every single time you opt for the the most value that you can get in your investment, but it completely negates psychology. Okay. And behavioral eco- economics tries to bridge that. Go for a piss. I'm going to pee. Can we break? Is that cool? <laughs> All right. So you want uh, some revolution. I think that's because you're just generally frustrated with all the things. And it was a cheap solution. Like Incorrect. An, an overnight thing. Because you look at too much memes and too much Instagram. And you buy into all these fucking raging lunatics online. And the only solution... Incorrect. Was if you dip into Twitter and Instagram, the only solution for humanity is just to fucking nuke the whole lot of us. Agreed. When did we have the last <laughs> good? <laughs> when did we have the last good unsuccessful revolution in Europe? Good. Oh, un- uh, <laughs> uh, Black Lives Matter. That wasn't the revolution. It should have been. Good. Yeah. Un- Brexit wasn't the revolution. Should have been. Okay. What a good unsuccessful revolution i don't know well you said that every single revolution was unsuccessful no i it was I'm not, i do wait, agree with that it wasn't i'm not saying it was i agree with that though. i'm not i'm not saying actually it was unsuccessful in most revolutions a new system takes place the the price is a fuckload of dead people yeah but the the system it replaces is never as good as the old one. maybe a little bit better but it's not revolution it's a revolution into something else else's I, bullshit. Well, I, I even capitalism. I'm even not sure that the Most system that replaces it. I mean, sometimes gen- it's worse. Sometimes it's a little bit better. Somehow we got from tribalism and stabbing people in the next village to like stabbing people on the other side of the planet. That's yeah. not a revolution. Money, money, money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what money brought us. Yeah. Okay. What do you have an example of a of a successful revolution? Well, the French revolution was was pretty great. Um, it got rid of feudalism. Straight to capitalism. Yeah, yeah, it got us to capitalism, but um, getting rid of feudalism, ah, pretty good. Yeah, was agreed. a pretty good getting idea. Rid of communism, depending on wait, wait, how they did it. I think you're forgetting a certain guy called Napoleon. I was about to say that. <laughs> so the the pre-Hitler. Yeah, it basically it, it, <laughs> the pre-Hitler. Hitler it, it created it created another testicles. it created another form of feudalism, and and um. It, it didn't really get rid of it, okay, granted, but um, the concept of um, all men are equal and that sort of stuff, that definitely was founded in or has its basis in the French Revolution. And um, Freedom fries have their basis. <laughs> <laughs> God damn. Well. They don't even have a word for entrepreneur. God damn. Um, I love having... Wait, we're just going to try... The fucking... They... The, that they had to, because the French didn't vote for the war in Iraq. They they went on this French. When did the French ever win any battles? They count, fucking Napoleon kicked everybody's ass. Are you American stupid history unhistory reading? Americans were forced to vote for the war he in was, Iraq. Napoleon <laughs> would have kicked the ass of any of your generals on an equal fight. Dick Cheney, uh, yeah. Dick 
Cheney was the one that uh, pur- purported this and basically said he's interested in new Europe. Do you remember this? <laughs> what? Yeah. He said he's not interested in old Europe. He's interested in new Europe, which okay. basically mean, meant um, Eastern European countries that are shit scared of Russia <laughs> <laughs> and he can take advantage of. <laughs> so yeah, okay. I, will, I will put Putin on you. <laughs> Get out of my face. Dick, Dick Cheney. Yeah, man. Um... All right, where we go? Where we going? So, so, we, so my, my so my postulate is your need for revolution is based on is is based on what? Hey, is actually I think it stems from personal suffering. I think it's a fact, which is a good thing. It's the fact that instead of dealing with your own shit, you'd rather externalize no, this. Incorrect. <coughs> don't well, try and analyze it. No, don't just give me incorrect. Give it's me incorrect. Give me an argument. Because my idea, yeah, I've seen I've seen the poorest of poor, Harry. My friends have suffered and died in those circumstances. I've seen the rich of rich. I live in fucking Zurich where Lamborghinis and Bugattis exist. And the richest of rich live here. I've seen that world. I've seen the spectrum. Uh-huh. And I can tell you that it's complete bullshit. If we could, the idealistic revolution that I was talking about, if that existed, it would be amazing. And that's where I'm coming from. I, I don't draw this from social media or my personal suffering in my life because I live a very privileged life coming from Africa to live here where I make a decent living and get by. You know, I'm, I'm doing better than my entire family ever has living in South Africa. So it's not like I'm like oh, thinking, oh, I'm personally suffering. I wish the world would change. No, I've seen the spectrum. And I can tell you this, that it's if we could just change that system by completely destroying it and removing it and creating something okay. new, okay. then um, the world would be a better place. But it's not going to happen because you know why? If if you told me now, okay, Dean, um, if you give up all your savings just to save a handful of starving kids, I'd be like, hmm, maybe. <laughs> 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 you know? And of course I like of course I would, but like I'm also like I don't want to suffer as well. Yeah, and, and you've got to This a is the fundamental flaw that exists in everyone. But I mean I mean on that thing like, you know, we I mean basically we all in the West live on a level of denial. And if you like if you if we just analyze all the clothes we're wearing and the process by which they were made, <laughs> we, we would exactly. If but you this is this is a different you'd argument. You'd be confronted with the choice. When when um, yeah, but consumers but don't have that choice. You could just take off your clothes and burn it as a statement, but you wouldn't even do that. No, if it did actually make an impact, that would yeah, be sure. Stupid. But I'm not the one with power here. There's motherfuckers out there with an incredible amount of wealth. Harry. When when did you demonstrate the last time on the streets? Um, here in Switzerland? Wherever. I've never demonstrated here. Did you demonstrate at home? Never. Did you demonstrate ever? I've never. I'm sounding hypocritical right now, but that's because the causes that have been demonstrated, I don't believe in. There's not real revolution. I'm not even trying to call you out because um, I have to to call my own bullshit on this one. Um, I'm not calling my own bullshit. Look, I know what you're getting at. If there was a point of time where like, okay... We actually have a chance at creating a real revolution. There was a real, like, okay, this if we did this, it would actually cause a real impact to do a real revolution. Kind of on the verge of Greta Thunberg vibes, even though that's still within the system. That's not real revolution, although she is making impact. I'm not denying that. But if there was a chance where it was like, okay, we did this, it would actually create a real effect on changing the world. I'd be there. I'd be up in front fucking tossing Molotov cocktails from the whiskey bottle that I bought with my capitalistic money. I would do it. I'd be that guy. Um, in Kontiki, where we do a lot of gigs, uh, on uh, in, the, in the bathroom, there is heaps Rage of stickers. 
there, there's heaps of stickers on the on the wall um in, in that bathroom do you know like uh, you, yeah, have, yeah. you have all yeah, these yeah. like uh, yeah. uh, stickers on there and there is one sticker and it has caught my eye so many times um using oil for the right reason and there is a Molotov cocktail on it yeah boy but i'm gonna say this like the reason why i've never been to a demonstration never will because it's fucking stupid Agre and the only reason why people go to demonstrations is because it what well, they think it's going to get them laid that's fucking Harry, this is your, um, this calling is, bullshit. This is your interpretation, most, most fucking <laughs> modern Western movements were to go, you were either to go, oh, look at me, I'm so special. No, the, or the no. guy's like, Harry's oh, the look, guy, those no. hot hippie chicks let Harry, me Harry's the guy at the feminist Here's, rally going, I'm is, an ally, suck I'll my tell you who I think the, the greatest hero for any kind of change on this planet today Donald Trump. <laughs> no, I would I would argue it's Julian Assange of all the things Agreed. I've seen. Yes, That's a good point. yeah, that I guy, agree. Because he had an actual plan. The, uh, we've talked about this once before. Bef he See deleted where it got it. him though. He had a manifesto, and it's about basically the way to take out a conspiracy is to overload the nodes of the network and you, the um, system by leaking. You actually uh, f you force that to happen. After they did the uh, what was it the um, there was uh, multiple leaks, but the, the uh, I can't even remember the names of them, but there was one that they leaked all the embassy papers from the US. Hillary Clinton, instead of being able to start wars as foreign, uh, whatever it is, secretary. For, foreign secretary, had to spend a year traveling around the world apologizing to all the allies. Angela Merkel Overload, going yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I'm so and sorry it, that and I read that, your text messages. Uh, that, so <laughs> that year saved probably a few hundred thousand people from being bombed or having their country fucked. Yeah. yeah, but then, then Obama just that, bombed the guy. still Yemen. systematic, though. That guy, Julian Assange, had an actual plan. Throwing a fucking Molotov cocktail in a McDonald's does shit except make you feel good about oh, it. Doesn't it feel exciting? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's Isn't all that it does. Fun? You fucking um, fuck you, Harry. Yeah, I instead of fucking standing on the street and feeling like you're a you, like like you're. A what should we cunt, do? Tell us. I hear what you use your fucking brain. Do something in your local vicinity that actually has impact. Actually, you have a point. Yeah, well, do something real. Give us real. an example, Harry. For example, me in the in my corporate career, every time I've been managing people, I've showed people how I want to be managed by mm. not being a cunt, and I challenge people who are being a cunt, micromanagers, people like that, to stop. But, yeah, to stop. And and I go to why the fuck are you doing micromanagement here? It is the dumbest, stupid shit you can do. Oh, because it makes me feel good because I have no fucking clue yeah, how to manage. I agree with you. And there's a Michael Jackson song coming on. Tell me. Change the world, make it a better place. <laughs> <laughs> for you and for, for me. <laughs> Fiddle some children. No, what? What? Make the world a better <laughs> no, place. Harry, no, <laughs> no. You're the you're the stopping of revolution. Fuck Michael Jackson as well. I don't give a shit about that guy either. Like I care about him. I don't fucking care about him. He's like a. I, I hate the fact that as a species, One we, song. we get obsessed by fucking people that have nothing to say and people that actually have a brain. Welcome we, to our podcast. The one, the, <laughs> the one exactly, listen to us, motherfuckers, because we are important. We have nothing to say. Michael Jackson, Literally Michael nothing. Jackson, I know you're listening. <laughs> no, he's not. He's dead. In, his, in, in his own way. From up in heaven, because even God didn't believe you fiddled those children. No, but I think he's quite happy to be with God because most of the Catholics 
Catholics uh, that are up there. Kind of got As soon as he got there, I was like, "You fiddle children." No, so I, I, can, I can see kind of like an old pope rocking up to him and going, "Like, so how did you do? How did, how like, did you get away exactly, with this? Exactly. That's how can you keep the Catholic Church going unless you fiddle the Mike, little let's boys? Send them a message in a it's, dream. It's and it's, there's Pope Benedict lying in bed, and then Michael Jackson's like, I, um, I think what what, what, you're, what what you're saying, Harry, what you're saying, Harry, is profound, um, but also wrong. And oh, okay. I like the, the reason the, the reason for this, I think, is w we haven't demonstrated right yet um, in our generation. Um, yeah. How the thing Dean, is, this is the problem. Just, this sorry. is the loophole Dean that we're going to get into. Whiskey from a wine glass. Yeah, so I'm a low-class motherfucker. <laughs> Revolution, we don't okay, need... Okay, go, 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 wait, sorry. Yeah, you, you're completely okay. right. Christian, okay. this I is want the loop. Hold on, this <laughs> is the loop we're going to get into because there's no ways we can change anything. There's no ways we can imagine... The only way you can change it is if you have actual power. Ha Christian? Okay, go, okay. go for it. We are asking the wrong question. Okay. We're asking the question of how, how are we changing the status quo by basically shouting at the wall. No, that's not how that works. Uh, if... And and if we get the opportunity, um, and I agree that you you need some sort of power to get there. Yep. We have to organize as a society Impossible. to get rid of capitalism. We have <sighs> to. I'm serious about this. I side you for sure. <laughs> okay. I I swear we have to get rid of capitalism. We tried it for a hundred years, it failed, and it failed royally. Mm -hmm. so let's fix this and get rid of it here's here's what we can do and do you know how you can do that tell me tell me we fucking disown the cunts so disown the cunts we we can still do this how do we do it there there is there is a way Show like us. governments can do this you have a possibility to take away property for example why the fuck do we still believe that that um soil can be owned how is it possible that you can own ground so you're saying we should make the concept of owning property owning no null and void no 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 ground do you know you what? can own a building There's you a cannot own the soil how the fuck can you own soil with money <laughs> with well no, with we ba we basically as a society for the last sword, couple sword. of hundred years we basically agreed on the fact that you you own your your soil yeah fuck that it, it cannot be owned that's an ideal that, but you said before that you're idealistic about this. But this I'm is, not the one that gives these ideals power. Yeah, but how do you how do you actually implement that? Exactly. But how do you implement that? Because here's a here's a nice example. So Stalin did this. They killed the landowning cars. Literally killed uh, all the people that produced food, and then they had massive starvation. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I right. I know where you're going with this. I know where you're going with this. Right before this ends, Christian. This is the thing, dude. This is where we have that argument. Because I know what you're saying. How do you apply like a metaphorical concept to actual ownership of soil? It doesn't happen. We've created the value in that. You're saying that like when we've had those changes, there's been a result in death. So here's the thing. Here's a question for you guys. Does revolution have to end in death and violence or does it not? Is there a That's possibility out, out of it? I because think, if I we think say to the if the government say the idea of owning soil it belongs to everyone there's no there's no real concept behind it fuck you like for example money you can apply the same thing money has no real value which it doesn't we apply the value to those things if we have that revolution what's the result of it somebody has to fight the power and the people and you know the people with 
the power are us as long as we collectively do it, which will never happen. But if we do that, they will be the result of death and violence. Do you think we could do it without that? Yeah, I think we can. And I, I think, think it could happen. Maha- and do you think we could do it without death and violence? I think Mahatma Gandhi actually think showed us quite clearly how it is possible to have um, a, oh a revolution God. without... W- Until w- it ended in horrible <laughs> death and violence. Well, <laughs> right? But okay, actually, too on that, to on that particular myself. one, I happen to know that the British set that up. So they're like, okay, we're going to back out of India... But let's give, uh, let's create a divide between Muslims and Hindus. Uh, so they fuck each other up. Invent a nation, and then there's going to be a bloodbath. Yeah, divide yeah. and conquer. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. And and actually, that was their strategy on leaving. The, the Germans did that in in Africa. Like yeah, every it, it is an old concept, divide and conquer. But the original idea of the um, the very peaceful revolution of Gandhi uh, kind of proved. That it could work, maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe. I mean, I think maybe India could also be a special case, though, because I think as a like, like for example, I think the amazing thing about India is it's one of the historically one of the few places where every religion was tolerated, literally everything. Yeah, and 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 it was there was no issue with okay, so you're a Christian, you're a Muslim. We have to kill each other. Okay, that came to an extent in this century, but it was it was caused by the British setting it up as they left. But I mean, fundamentally, they've had they have every religion. You can go there and say I make a god, and everything is possible. But maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. But I mean, I mean, most people would argue if you look at around Martin Luther King, uh, and then you had Malcolm X. Mo- the 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 U.S. view of how to make change happen is yeah nice ideals are those are good to have nice but you also need some guns and I think that is what most people believe in so I don't know I don't know if you can have an idealistic revolution I would suggest though that if men withhold their dick for a year oh god oh, dear may, we go again. that would um, be a revolution yeah, okay, this I, is don't a good think, I don't think we're, we're going to go in circles for the next three yeah. years if we keep doing um, this but um, and no this, dick this yeah. was this was uh, this was fascinating <laughs> I think, it's a bet it's I th- a bet <laughs> I think this was an interesting <laughs> evening with uh, Professor Dean Ira Dr. You, uh, Dr. Christian Breaker yes. and uh, uh, the Rich. proletariat Harry Fox <laughs> we've studied this subject actually for a long do time. read some marks research. it usually helps do let's, read let's some marks this. um what do you think dude? some robert marks the end of the world yes what? or no how at the end of the world yes or no vote um is it gonna happen yeah what do you think we're back at the end of the world should we end the world yes or no can we do it no, with this podcast? No, why? But that, no. but that goes back to my original point. Don't you're, keep it going, Harry. No, but um, yeah, but the, I'm giving you an opportunity to be funny. But this is exactly my point. No, I'm not going to be funny. I'm going to say <laughs> you, you never are. Just yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fuck yourself. That's all right. It's just we got a whinging fucking generation. Don't bring it that and way. And they're whinging. No, I'm the one who's no. like, we should fucking burn why you everything. Because you have a fucking iPhone. I don't whinge. I say we should burn everything. Right. Fuck not everything. You. Not you. Of course not you. I'm dude. representing my generation. But everyone else yeah. is on the their phone going, consumer. I'm getting consumer. pissed off about consumer. shit that my phone is consumer. telling me. We're all consumers like yeah. that. But wait a second. The world, like, and even when it comes to inequality, like, you're like, oh, Jeff Bezos has more shit than me, and that pisses me off. 
the reason why you're pissed off about inequality why? is because you want Jeff Bezos's shit. No, I don't. But your life, Not at all. Okay, but your life is good. And once we get to the point, I've and it's actually spectrum, happening, it's don't actually happening. That. We're getting everyone to the point of of a wealth within where like I, they don't have to I have a follow up question for uh, okay. fo- the following episode I because I, 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 what what you just said here, Harry, um, it kind of like it sparked something in me. Okay, let's talk about meritocracy. Uh, okay, that, that's uh, that's the next one because oh, that's gonna be good. Yeah, I have to look at <laughs> what that actually <laughs> means. <laughs> it, it led to who was that fucking Google engineer that changed the world? Yeah, okay, let's end this. Let's yeah, end this. Um, yeah, come on, okay, let's try. We haven't funny. solved the world. We don't have to be. Funny. We should be revolution. Let's be revolutionaries okay. in our own lives because that's I the only way we're gonna make real change. I do change. have a peaceful revolution. This could change everything. Make it's, it quick. It's the ASMR. Oh, oh, fuck. <laughs> Boom, motherfucker. Fucking goodbye. <laughs> goodbye. That was good. Bye. Goodbye. Bye.